Hello, friends, and welcome to the Everyday Truth Podcast with Kurt Skelly. We are here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day. And we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. Right now, we're studying the book of Revelation in a series called The End is the Beginning. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. And welcome back, friends, to yet another episode of Everyday Truth. Appreciate you joining us again today. We're in the book of Revelation, and we are in verse number seven today, um, actually verse number six. We've been talking about the supremacy of Christ. Uh, Christ is the ruler. Uh, he's the firstborn. Uh, he's the one that deserves the praise and the glory. He loved us, and he washed us in his own blood. I love what the Bible says in 1 John chapter 3 and verse 16. Hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. It's the way that we perceive God's love, his sacrifice. Here, he loved us and we perceive that love most significantly in that he washed us in his own blood. He died for us. Uh, it is finished, he said, upon the cross because that was the only means by which you and I could be made right, could be made righteous. It's when we enter into the victory that Christ secured, when we enter into that by faith, uh, that we can have redemption and forgiveness, that we can be justified of our, of our sins, declared righteous by the Holy God. What a wonderful uh, truth that is. Verse number six, the Bible says concerning Christ, that he washed us from our sins in his own blood and hath made us kings. Now, what's interesting is the purpose of God for my salvation wasn't simply to take sin's penalty away. And certainly that's true. When I am saved, there's a sense in which I will never have to pay for my sins. They've been paid for by Christ. There's a sense in which I will never suffer the penalty for those sins, eternal damnation in hell. But salvation is so much more than that. It's so much more than just what I've been saved from. It's what, I've, what I'm saved for. And, and that's the, the import of verse number six, where the Bible says, He hath made us kings and priests unto God and His Father. To Him be glory and forever uh, and ever. Amen. So what, what is the purpose? The purpose of salvation is that God would use us uh, for his special purposes. And one of the things that God will use believers to do is to rule and reign with him. He has made us to be kings. Think about that. He has made us to be co-laborers with him in the kingdom that he will ultimately establish. And so there's a rulership that comes alongside of our salvation. There's a purpose for our salvation. Uh, God has given us status, and it's important that we as believers understand our high and lofty identity in Christ and because of Christ. It's not that I'm somebody or that I'm better than somebody else. It's that God has a special status and relationship uh, for his own. Uh, I think uh, the imagery there in Ephesians 5 is so poignant that we are the pride of Christ and he has sanctified us. He has given us his name. He's washed us. He has a purpose for us. And that purpose is that we with him 
would rule and reign in righteousness. And so there's a wonderful truth there that we are kings in Christ. But then the Bible says he has made us to be kings and priests. A priest in the Old Testament, as you know, was the one that would represent man to God. Uh, man, generally, the average layperson, could not approach God by himself. He had to go through the mediator of a priest. And specifically, one time a year, that high priest that would enter into the holy of holy places and sprinkle the blood upon the mercy seat on top of the Ark of the Covenant as a covering of sin uh, for yet another year. And so the, the priest represented others and would approach God one time a year. Well, think about the high and lofty status of the New Testament believer. We don't enter into the presence of God in some geographical location one time of year. No, our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in us, which we have of God. And anywhere we are, Oh, we can enter into the presence of God. Why? Because God dwells in us. We can come boldly to the throne of grace. We are a priest unto God. There is no need for mediatorship. We have the ultimate mediator in the God-man himself, the Lord Jesus. And so in Jesus' name and by his authority, we can come into the very throne room of God. So what is the purpose of our salvation? The washing of the blood in our lives, our status as believers is now we have fellowship, potential fellowship and communion with, with God through Christ. What a privilege. I wonder very practically today, am I availing myself of that privilege to come before a holy God, to enter boldly, not because of who I am, but because of who Christ is, and therefore because of who I am in Christ, that I can come before a holy God and, and make my petition and enjoy that communion. So we are kings and priests unto our God. And then the Bible says, to whom be glory and dominion forever. Uh, amen. I, I love that term, amen. It simply means, yes, so be it. It's true. I affirm. And certainly Jesus is the ultimate affirmation of all that God said and all that God is. But then we as believers ought to affirm that God is uh, the one that deserves the glory and the, and the dominion. And God is the one that deserves our attention and our, and our devotion. Hey, amen. My life ought to be, ought to be one big amen to the existence of and the preeminence of God. Look at verse number seven. Behold, anytime you read that word in your Bible, remember that God wants you to take special notice of something. So behold would mean kind of in our modern vernacular, hey, stop and look, consider this. So behold, the Bible says in verse seven, he cometh with clouds. Speaking about the Lord Jesus, he cometh with clouds, every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him. All kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him, even so, amen. So what is this a reference to? Behold, he cometh with clouds, every eye shall see him. 
They also which pierced him, all the kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Is this the rapture? Uh, well, it can't be because at the rapture, Jesus comes in the clouds, not with the clouds. He does not come to earth in the rapture. Matter of fact, we talk about the rapture as being the second coming of Jesus Christ, but it's really not. Because when you think about the coming of Christ, you have to answer the question, coming where? And the coming of Christ to this earth took place the first time when Jesus came to Bethlehem. It'll take place the second time when Jesus sets foot upon the Mount of Olives. That's where he left, right? Acts chapter one, the same Jesus shall come again in like manner as you have seen him go. He shall come again to the Mount of Olives and set his foot there. So when you think about the coming of Christ to this earth, there's the first coming, Bethlehem, and the second coming, which takes place after the tribulation period. We're gonna talk about all of this when he comes and sets foot on planet Earth again. Well, the Bible's referencing that here in, in Revelation chapter one and verse seven, because that's the, the coming to Earth where every eye shall see him. That's the coming to Earth when even the Jewish people who had previously rejected him will now see him, the one whom they pierced. It's not to say that the Jews are exclusively responsible uh, for the death of Jesus, all of us obviously are. But the, sp the, the specific truth here is that God's people, having endured Daniel's 70th week, that time of Jacob's trouble, uh, we call the tribulation period, they, their eyes will have been opened. Uh, the Jewish evangelists, the 144,000 will have preached and Jesus now will have returned, having defeated Antichrist at the, uh, the Battle of Armageddon. And this will be a time when they will see the one whom they have pierced. There's a great description of this in the Old Testament book of Zechariah in chapter number 12. I think it's verse number 10 where the Bible references uh, this aha moment, this behold moment when even God's people will realize Jesus is whom he claimed to be. You rejected him. Uh, but he has come again and offered himself to you as a nation. It'll be a wonderful day. And not only will it be a wonderful day for God's chosen people, Israel, but for all the world. Because remember, it wasn't that God loved Israel to the exclusion of the world, even in the Old Testament. It's that God loved Israel so that through Israel, he would show his love to the world. Through Israel, he would testify of his glory to the world. That's what God wants to do with the local church today. He wants to work in your life in such a, dem a demonstrable way. He wants to work in the life of your church in such a demonstrable way that the unsaved world would look at you, would look at your priorities and your attitude, your disposition, uh, the, the, your, your otherworldliness, in your life, they would look at the community of believers that you call your local church and they would know that we are followers of Christ simply by the love that we have for each other. And so just as God had a purpose for Israel to manifest his glory to people that would not otherwise have seen it, so he has that purpose for you and for me today. A lot there. I know we're just skimming the surface as we uh, glide through the book of Revelation, but uh, can we all agree today that we serve a God that's worthy of praise? To him be glory and dominion forever. 
amen and amen. Uh, One day Jesus Christ will come for his own, that's the rapture, with his own, that's Revelation chapter one of verse seven, and you and I as believers will be right there with him to see this grand and glorious day. Well, I hope that helps today. Hope you have a great day in the Lord. We'll see you next time. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.